Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbala. Buenos dias! As they say in Busan, Korea, Annyeonghaseyo! And thank you, Kamsamida, for watching today. We're finishing up chapter 25, 1 Samuel. David has been say, oh, we're at the end of September. You got to go online if you're a pastor, pastor's wife, on staff at a church, missionary, missionary in training. Our three-day intensive in October, a Monday night, it's only like three weeks away or less, from Monday night till Wednesday noon in New York in beautiful sunny, delightful downtown Brooklyn. One-hour sessions on practical matters, counseling, raising funds, preparing a sermon, preaching a sermon, how to handle division among the troops, praying together, seeking God together, presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice again. Remember, the perseverance of the saints is made up of 10,000 new beginnings. We're having another new beginning, God willing, in October. Look it up. Check it out. Low registration fee. There'll be these sessions, some guest speakers, but it's going to be like, let's consider these verses when it pertains to these problems. Now, we're reading now how God delivered David from unnecessary bloodshed. The man who insulted him, God has taken care of, Nabal, and Nabal's wife, Abigail, was used by God to stop David from doing something really bad. Verse 39, then David sent word to Abigail, asking her to become his wife. His servants went to Carmel and said to Abigail, David has sent us to take you to become his wife. She bowed down with her face to the ground and said, I am your servant and I'm ready to serve you and wash the feet of my Lord's servants. Got some humility. Oh, that's why she was wise. I get it. Wisdom is always associated with humility. Pride is always associated with being unwise, stupid. Nabal, like, you know, I know, I, I, I don't even know what to tell me. Notice how humble she is. I'll wash his servant's feet. Why would he want me to be his wife? I'm not all that. Oh boy. First thing Jesus ever preached publicly, the best we can gather. First sentence out of his mouth, public preaching. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Not bragging, boasting, so sure of ourselves. Nobody can tell me. I've read a lot of books. I've been going to church for 41 years. Humble. Whoever goes down, he lifts up. Oh, is he lifting up Abigail now, at least in the culture here? Abigail quickly got on a donkey and attended by her five female servants, went with David's messengers and became his wife. David had also married Ahinoam of Jezreel, and they both were his wives. He got two. He'll be sorry. But Saul had given his daughter Michael, David's wife, to Paltiel, son of Laish, who was from Galam. So David had two wives at that time. He's going to add a bunch more. That's nothing. Wait till you read about Solomon. His son, he was a compulsive marrier. He believed in having a wedding a day keeps the doctor away. Just like by the hundreds. I want to talk about something as it comes to this marriage, wives, whatever. The New Testament teaches that one of the qualifications for an elder, a leader in the church, I wasn't planning to do this. Let's see if I could do this easily and not lose us all in the weeds. 
The Bible says that whoever wants to have a position of the leadership in the church desires a good thing. And here's a trustworthy saying. Whoever aspires to be an overseer, that's bishop, pastor, whatever, desires a noble task. Now the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, the husband of one wife, it says elsewhere. Deacons are to be the same way. In other words, the husband of one wife, as some translation have, and faithful to that wife. So there's been a controversy in some denominations that if someone had been divorced, they were disqualified from leadership. Oh, and it went on for decades. Still, Christians don't totally agree on this. But I'll tell you one thing I am sure of. The idea that someone is disqualified because they made a mistake in the past before they were a Christian is ludicrous. It's not in keeping with God's mercy. So here's a guy, Bobby. He's on drugs. He's hanging out. He's in Vegas. He meets Matilda. And Bobby and Matilda, they hit it off. They live together for a while. Then they get married. And then, like three weeks later, they're out there again, and they go to Reno, and they get a divorce because they just had a fight. Bobby's out to lunch, so is Matilda. Matilda's off with some other people, and Bobby's back on drugs, whatever. Seven years later, Bobby gets saved. Three years after he gets saved, he meets Esperanza. And Bobby and Esperanza fall in love, love the Lord, and they get married. And they have some kids. Now, an angel comes to Bobby and says, I've called you into the ministry. Or he gets an inkling, a feeling of a calling. The pastors around him see, wait a minute, there's something, God's hand is on this guy. Some would protest along these lines. No, 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 he can't get married. He can't be in the ministry. Why? He's divorced. No, he's married to Esperanza for like six years. They got two little kids, Mariela and Jose. I don't care. He was married to Matilda back in the day. No, he didn't know the Lord then. He didn't know the Lord then. Now, if you kill someone before you get saved, you can use that in your testimony. If you sold drugs, poison, and people OD'd from it, you can use that in your testimony, become a minister. But if you got married in Vegas on that fateful Wednesday after you playing the blackjack table, that's not right. We shouldn't penalize people. Oh, God's so full of mercy. If we were all held against us, what happened before we knew the Lord? Where would you be? Where would I be? Where would Saul of Tarsus be? He became the chiefest of apostles and he was persecuting and killing Christians. It seems like, you know, like it was going out of style. No, no, no. God is full of mercy. You disagree with my take on that passage? Whatever. But I'm, I'm glad I serve a God who delights in mercy. Judgment is his strange act. Oh, he judges, but he prefers mercy. Thank you for your mercy today, Lord. Amen. See you tomorrow. Amen.